My name is Chloe Stolting, and I'm a public relations, marketing, and communications professional. I may not have all the answers, but I'm willing to find them out with you. I'm passionate about helping individuals and small businesses find their voice and reach others. Let's get organized and prioritize together. Visit findyourwingspodcast.com for more information and follow me on Instagram at findyourwingspodcast. Now, take the journey and find your wings. Hello, friends. I'm back. It's been quite a hiatus, but if you saw the reel I shared on my Instagram page, Find Your Wings Podcast on Instagram, I shared quite a few life updates, so I've been pretty busy. I've been beating myself up for letting my episodes drop because it's something I was so loving doing, Um, but I realized you just have to sometimes honor your seasons in life, and it's been a season. We've been a pandemic, so I'm back, and I'm so excited to share some new content and new podcast episodes with you guys. So what I wanted to share today is about doing less. The secret is doing less. Now, I'm going to get deep into this. I want to give a little background on where this came from and why I feel I am the way I am. And my whole life, I've pretty much been a people pleaser. I have come to realize that in the past year. I never thought of myself as that. I liked to think of myself as someone who didn't care what people think, went against the grain. But when it came down to it, I actually did care probably too much. And I was struggling to say no. And it's always been something in recent years that I've tried to work on. Uh, So it took me 31 years and 309 days to come to this realization. You know, I've always been a doer. And I want to share with you what made me this way. For everyone, it might be different if you're struggling to say no or you're a people pleaser. We all have different life experiences that shape us. But mine happened to be when I was uh, a child, just the start of elementary school, I was diagnosed with a rare form of leukemia. And that gave me anything but a normal childhood. Thanks to supportive parents and a mother who would fight anything for me, I made it through and I survived. In some ways, I came out stronger and in some ways, I came out weaker. That's, I think, when people-pleasing began. I was introduced to elementary school late due to cancer and unable to attend real class because of chemo and having no immune system. Finally, when I could return to school, it was toward the end of the year in kindergarten. I had no hair, had to wear sunglasses and put on sunscreen before recess because my skin was so sensitive to the sun due to the heavy steroids I was taking. And I couldn't eat lunch in the cafeteria with a low immune system. I had to eat in the classroom. Each day, my mom would come for lunch, she'd meet me, and I could pick a friend to eat with me. In the years to come, I would eat in the cafeteria, which felt like a zoo to me. I just went through a life-altering major event all before turning six years old. It required extreme maturity in some instances. Facing unimaginable fears, seeing the emotions of others who felt sorry for me or didn't understand, 
seeing my dad get angry at the nurses when I'd cry during a procedure, attending funerals of hospital friends, not quite yet understanding the heaviness and weight of their loss, unimaginable feelings all before age six. So when I could finally eat in the cafeteria, it felt like a zoo. Clicks of kids, the cool girls, or at least who I perceived as cool, had to keep up with them, dress like them, conform to be like them. Coming from a place that was so heavy, growing up around adults and facing major life things, then sitting in this, what I call zoo, of kids who couldn't even tie their shoes yet. So, did I try to conform? Of course. I desperately longed to be accepted, to feel normal. Because the past years of my life had been anything but normal. I didn't want to be different, and I had glimpses of my old self still sticking out. Sometimes I'd get in trouble at school for speaking up like an adult, going to the bathroom without raising my hand if I had to go, sticking up for other kids. One time, I decided to stick my tongue out at a kid. I'd seen other kids do it and thought it was funny. Again, trying to conform and fit in based on the observations of my surroundings. He tattled on me, and the teacher yelled at me and embarrassed me in front of the whole class. So again, feeling like an outcast for just trying to do something silly to fit in. 31 years and 309 days or so later, and to be honest, I still hold a grudge for that kid. Over the years, I would continue to conform, and eventually the maturity level of kids would grow to meet what I'd been all along. Now, don't feel too bad for me. I did have some amazing people who I called friends, and actually still do to this day. And eventually, I'd meet a group of individuals who would accept me for exactly who I was. But it was too late. I think people-pleasing was already ingrained in me. Now, I've heard about quiet quitting, going above and beyond, or the hustle culture, as they call it in the media. And I realized I've always near killed myself to appease others, embarrassed that maybe for some reason or another they'd see me as different. So desperate to be accepted, I'd pour myself into whatever I was doing. I'd go overboard. So people would think, wow, she's really good at that. And if I felt I might fail or wasn't perfect at something, I'd just quit. Because who wants to see someone be anything less than perfect? It's a narrative that I'm making up in my head. I think a lot of people make up in my head. And let me tell you, it's not worth it. People are going to like you or not like you anyway. And I think the more I say this to myself, I'm also trying to practice what I preach and believe it. So I'm keeping telling myself this and sharing it with you because that's you know the type of person I want to become too. And it's hard. Uh, it's not worth risking your health, your happiness, relationships, and goals. I'm here to tell you that the secret is doing less. I want to quote a section of an article that NPR wrote about quiet quitting. They wrote, in Japan, there's a concept called shukunin, which refers to an artisan who's deeply dedicated to their craft, always striving for perfection in what they make. Quiet quitting, it's like the opposite of that. 
It's about divorcing your ego from what you do for a living and not striving for perfection, setting boundaries and simply completing the tasks you're supposed to complete within the time that you're paid to do them with no extra frills. No more slaving away to your boss or customers. No more working nights and weekends incessantly checking your email. I love everything that NPR wrote in that article. And I resonated with it because that was me. I respond quicker than anyone. I put other people's lives over mine. I say yes to a fault and no idea how to say no. No idea how to set a boundary. Setting a boundary to me actually feels like conflict. Being straightforward about my needs and wants feels like conflict to me. Even writing this, I'm thinking, what the hell is wrong with you? It seems so easy to do, but not when you've created a culture for yourself of always doing the most, doing more, never stopping, putting others' needs first, people-pleasing, shakunin as they call it. Sure, I can admit that hard work and determination has gotten me places. There's no doubt. There's a time and a place always. To push yourself, overdo it, shoot for the stars. But there's always a time to chill out as well and let others carry you for a change. Meet the requirements and go the fuck home. <laughs> it's not worth it for a company who, if you died, would throw a fundraiser for your family, then post your job opening on LinkedIn a week later. It's not worth it for a relationship who's giving you nothing in return for anything. Your body and mind are your home. Take care of them. Put them first. Do what you have to do, then stop. Now, I can also attest to the fact that doing less has gotten me places too. Sure, I've seen both sides, the promotions from hard work, etc. However, I've seen that when I'm busy and doing well, I get more work. I get more projects. People say, she can handle it. Give it to her. She'll get it done. What they never say is, gee, I know that she's so busy and has a lot on her plate because I'm going to add more to it. I will compensate her for it. When you do less, you get more help and sometimes you get more money. And if your problem isn't your job, by doing less in a relationship and mirroring that other person's offerings, you either make them realize that they want to step up to the plate and earn your time and attention, or they don't step up at all. And well, then that's telling. So if you're a doer like me, how do you start doing less without feeling like you're causing conflict or disappointing people? Take a look at your life as a whole. Where are you allocating your time? Where are you expending energy and just not getting any ROI? What things are you doing that don't bring you joy? Where can you trim the fat? Start there. Cut out any unnecessary tasks, responsibilities, and engagements. What are you left with? Does this allow you to allocate more of yourself and do more quality work? Have more quality time with the things that are left once you trim away the excess? This goes for your job, personal life, and relationships. We're so clouded with this perception from society 
especially in modern day culture, that in order to be successful, you have to be busy. It creates an endless loop of never feeling what what you're doing is good enough or just enough. When you say yes too much, you're giving partial pieces of yourself, skimming the surface in each area of your life rather than giving quality time, quality work, and feeling fully satisfied because you are able to fully commit, enjoy what you're doing. Social media also sets this unrealistic expectation that by age 27, you're supposed to have traveled to more countries than you have fingers, own real estate, have perfect fashion, have a side hustle that allows financial and life freedom, etc. Zoom out from that view. Take a look at the whole and compare yourself realistically to where you were 10 years ago. Compare yourself to the majority of the world perspective shift to see that majority of people probably would look at your life as a dream life and you're doing pretty good life is too short to compare yourself and get in a constant state of feeling like you need to do more so take a look at your life decide what it is that makes you happy trim the fat and do more of the things that bring you joy success is relative and subjective and success will follow when you simply do less so we can dive into this more in future episodes but in a nutshell i found that most of the time doing more has not served me acting early jumping the gun that has not served me what served me is yes putting in the hard work initially but then taking a step back and just putting in the time that's necessary not doing anything extra because who's going to get the help the person who's the a plus you know over exceeds every expectation and always gets the work done takes more work but never asks for a raise or the person who sets the boundary and says yes I'm gonna do quality work but I can only do so much and I can only do more if I make more money or if I get help and so setting that boundary without having to even ask I promise if you just set the boundary and set the tone those things will come. You don't even have to ask. They will come. Um, So now that I'm back in podcasting, I would love it if you guys would please go leave a five-star rating and a review. It's really helpful for my podcast to get found. Um, Also, feel feel free to please follow on Instagram, Find Your Wings Podcast. I uh, am trying to get into some real making and some fun social media things. I'm looking forward to sharing those items, but I'm really glad to be back with you guys. And I'd love to hear if there are future topics that you want me to record. And please let me know if you guys have any questions or thoughts on this episode. Thank you.